You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I am excited because we are chatting with a special guest. You all know that I get so, so excited when we have special guests, and today, our guest is Dr. Wendy Goodall. She is an amazing expert. She is so funny online, and I cannot wait to talk about all of her amazingness um, and talk about her videos because her videos are super hilarious. And I found out we live in the same city. So welcome, Dr. Wendy. It is so amazing to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk. Yes, I am excited to chat. I was just referencing your funny videos. I love how your videos are super relatable. And so I would love to hear your story on how you got started on social media and you built this amazing brand. You're an influencer. You've gotten to work with so many amazing brands. And I would love to show people like you can be a doctor, an OBGYN, amazing, and like create this amazing content. So tell us your story. Okay. So from Chicago, um, I always wanted to be an OBGYN specifically. One of my really good friends is a child. Um, her mom was an ob and she told me at a young age what she did and I was sold. I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. That's it. So followed the path to becoming um, a physician. Always had a very strong affinity toward music. I always say if God gave me like for real vocals, like y'all would not, like the world would not be ready. Like you wouldn't be able to shut me up. So he was like, no, you're not going to have for real vocals so you can do other stuff, you know? So that's fine. It's cool. I just, I, I dabble. And so, um, but along the way, probably about five, six, seven years ago, um, I started randomly in my car singing these songs and like changing the lyrics um, to being about like healthcare. Um, there was one I did that was like um, a new edition song, If It Isn't Love, but I was basically like, it's chlamydia. Like it was, you know, just me being silly, you know, but basically like, why do you feel this way? Like I had to throw it in there. So people would just get checked out every so often because it could be chlamydia. Um, and so, but, and so people were loving it. Like this was on Facebook back when Facebook was popular, but whatever, regardless. Um, and so I used to do it like just randomly in my car, make a video, make a song. I also used to change my voicemail on my phone back when people used to leave messages on voicemail. Um, it wouldn't just be like, this is Wendy. It'd be like some random song. So long story long, um, I eventually started actually like recording songs, like going to a studio. My husband actually is a doctor, but he also produces music. So we would record songs sometimes. And I think my first viral video was about, um, it was to the Hamilton song, My Shot. Um, but I made it about flu shots because when I was in residency, I actually had three pregnant people who made it to the ICU, the intensive care unit, because of flu. It was only flu and pregnancy. That was, they had no other medical problems. And one of them actually died. And she was very young. She was like 25, no other medical problems. And she just died essentially from the flu and pregnancy. And so I'm a huge proponent of, you know, that kind of prevention. And so I made the song about it. And it like went, went wild, went, went crazy on um, social media, on Facebook. And 
Um, so then I used to just make more and more songs. And so nowadays I don't do that as often. I still do, but um, it's kind of blossomed into this space on Instagram mostly, sometimes somewhat on TikTok, occasionally on Facebook, where I just share information. I try to, I call it edutainment. Like I try to educate based on the information that I have, but also make it fun, relatable, funny. Um, I try not to offend. Sometimes I be getting other people's skin, but I try not to do that. It's not my goal. You know, it's not, that's not the type of, of content that I strive for. Although you always gonna make somebody mad, but, um, so I do that. And then, you know, now I occasionally do partner with brands and there's, there is a, a uh, there's some lucrative opportunities there. Um, the goal was never really to make money in that space, but it's kind of a nice bonus, um, to do that and still be able to educate people. I love it. And yes, your videos are so funny. So definitely make sure you all check out her Instagram. We're going to make sure to put it in the show notes because it is, I like that edutainment. Like it's educational because I can definitely relate. Um, I go to the OBGYN and it is not like fun. It is like one of them things where it's like, okay, you got to prepare. I'm sure the other women feel this way. If you are a man, we are sorry, but yes, we have to go to the OBGYN. <laughs> it's important, right? And so I just yes. love how you were able to create this brand and, you know, work with brands. This wasn't a thing like back in the day. Maybe it was, but now we can see it more visually on social media and follow real experts who give us educational content on social media about our health, because this is important, right? I think that what you're doing is very important because you're educating people while also keeping it funny and lighthearted. Um, but I think that funny and educational videos work on social media. I just think that comedy works and what you're doing is great. And so I want to talk too about, I've noticed lately that there are so many doctors on social media, like debunking all the things we've been taught about our health and especially women's health. How cool is it that we can unlearn all these things that we learned back then on social media? So what is like your strategy with that? Because I love how you're educating. Like this is what you may have thought about this, but this is really the real tangible information that you should be listening to. Yeah, I think that, you know, and entertainment and sales have always existed in these spaces, right? Like that that's the people who create, who classically created what we now call content, you know, marketing, videos, stuff like that, did not always have the knowledge base to make sure that the things they were saying were true or valid and maybe didn't even care. You know, if you want to tell somebody to take a certain type of vitamin or supplement and not speaking about anything in particular, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter to the person creating the marketing. If it's true or real, it matters in a cell. Like even taking it back to something like douche, you know, that's like literally a four letter word for a gynecologist because it's so unhealthy. It's so unsafe and it actually can be harmful. Um, but you know, the original proponents of and creators of douche could care less about that fact, you know, maybe they didn't even know it, but basically they wanted to sell it. So it was about making sure you felt clean and you smelled like flowers or lavender. And, you know, it was about making, creating a market, even if there wasn't one. So what's nice about phones and apps and things these days is that those of us with education and with degrees can actually also make content, can also make videos and things like that. And, and so what I like too, is when we're not just making like just dry, like, you know, know this, like a lecture in school content, when we make it just as engaging as the people who, you know, went to school to do that, you know, to make things engaging. I think that's, that's, that's powerful. You know, there's power in that. 
And, you know, people, there's, 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 uh, people are driven toward things that either like evoke emotion, um, whether sometimes sadness, sometimes anger, like that's how the news, you know, goes, goes viral, if you will. Um, and then sometimes funny, you know, or loving or happy. And so finding that angle, you know, really comes down to who you want to be as a, as a creator. So I know a lot of doctors who really focus on the like, oh, you know, surprise, debunk, that's crazy, you know, and I, I like to still debunk things every so often, but more so in a like, oh, wow, that's hilarious or the irony type of way. This is a different angle. Oh, I love that. Having a different angle and everybody's brand is different. You feel like you want your brand to be the that type of angle. And there's other mm-hmm. ways that other doctors can show up, other physicians. I mean, I've seen ophthalmologists. I've seen all type of doctors and physicians, nurses create brands. And so this is like a really great lane, like you said, to give information with people who have went to school for this and they know because there is a lot of misinformation about health. And so it is really good to have perspectives, like you said, of someone who is actually practicing medicine and that can help you. So I love what you share. Again, you all have to check. The videos are hilarious, especially if you, you know, you want to learn something new and then you might laugh at something like, because the, the douching thing, you're all right. That is, we are brought up on that. And it's like, it's not really healthy for you. Like I am all about my health. I am a prevention person. So I'm loving everything yeah. that you, you're saying about that. Yeah. And I want to talk about something that you wish people knew about sharing health information on social media. How can social, like this information empower us to learn more about our bodies? Um, I feel like social media is a wide place. You have YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Now they're amazing podcasts like this that people can tap in. The people today probably didn't know they were going to get some education and learn how if you are in a profession like this, you can leverage social media to build a personal brand behind what you are doing to get it out to the masses for free. So now that we have these platforms, how do you feel um, that we can learn more about our bodies? I mean, I think the, the the biggest thing for anybody who is seeking to learn is to look out for um, something called evidence. So evidence basically is what we healthcare providers will use to validate or support either what we recommend or even like occasionally I'll recommend something that I've clinically seen, you know, work. But I, I'll say, look, there's not the evidence. There's not actual data, data meaning study data. Data meaning, um, you know, even observational data to support what you're what you're saying. But hey, in my experience, it's been this, it's been that. But I think that you know the problem with with um, again marketing is that not the problem with it, but the, the caution is that you don't always know what's real and what's not. And so when somebody is saying, hey, you should use this, well, what's the evidence? What's the support? What are they using to back what they're saying? You know, cross check, double check, because it's easy to, to fall for the okie doke essentially, you know, and I'm, and I, I find that. So my family, no, nobody in my family was doctors. Nobody in my family were healthcare providers at all. Actually, anybody was in business or, you know, just regular jobs. And so I come from not knowing much about healthcare. Matter of fact, I just put in my stories today. Somebody was asking about their kid having a period, their first period. And I was like, well, just do better than giving them a period box and walking away. Cause that's what I got. I got a box and it was like, okay, the business and I'm in the bathroom opening up stuff like, uh, what's this? What am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with this? Because I have no idea what this stuff is and no one to explain it to me. 
Now, the thankful part about um, social media, too, is that it's a little bit there's a little bit of anonymity. Right. So you can be curious about something and almost ask a question or look for an answer and nobody knows you're looking for it. So you don't have to feel embarrassed to not know something. You don't have to feel embarrassed to not, you know, to never have been, you know, have discussed this particular topic. So you have the benefit there to be able to seek these answers um, without having to disclose that you never knew that and you're however old. But on the flip side, you have to be really careful with what you listen to, believe, follow, because people will say anything to sell something, you know? Um, even when I work with brands, I'm very myself, not everybody I know, but myself, I'm very careful to only work with brands that I actually already support or already use or already recommend. You're not going to hear me say, oh, take this, you know, random item and they're just paying me money and I'm out here. That's my integrity matters more than that. Like I don't, I, your, your, your dollars are not more valuable than my integrity. So if I don't believe in the product or have evidence to support the product, I'm not going to say a word about it. But you will have plenty of people who that pays their bills. So no shade, you know, do what you got to do to make your money. But be careful with who you listen to, especially when they're selling you something, because there's a motivation there to sell you that item. And is that does that supersede the actual value of the product? Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, no, that's good. Definitely to keep vigilant of, you know, who we take information from, which with anything. And so that was really, really good. Um, and I heard that you have a book and you have some courses and things. I want to talk about this. What was the inspiration behind your book and what are your courses all about? Because I I love online courses. And if you are a doctor, um, Wendy has the way that you can make some extra income. So tell us about the book and tell us about the courses. So I, I have a few books. The one the the original the OG book um is a, a A to Z guide to all things women's health. It's actually called It Smells Just Like Popcorn. It's on Amazon. It's it's a it's called It Smells Just Like Popcorn because there's a, a patient that I saw years ago. I actually gave her a copy of the book. She knows the book was was inspired by her. Um because she asked me, she was like, What's going on with my vagina? It smells like popcorn. And I was like, It smells like popcorn and she's like, Yeah, and that just like literally cracked me up. I think I laughed in her face, which is not what I would normally do, but it was hilarious to me. And I was like, what I love about this combo, I mean, we still investigated the problem. So it wasn't me trying to like make fun of her, but more so like that, that was a random question about a body part, but, but there's so many other questions that people have about their body parts. So this was an A to Z is an A to Z guide to all things. Like what's discharge? What's bone health? What's, you know, um, what does it mean if your period is this or that? Like it really just goes through everything that I could think of in a way that I feel like only I explain things. So there's that. And that was before, you know, there were like a lot of these, these online courses. So now I have, and I have some children's books too, but now the courses are kind of the, those piece, some of those pieces in like clickable format, like, you know, um, this pay, this, this slide talks about this, this next slide talks about that. And again, back to the question of when you Google something or you go on social media, who can you trust? Again, my integrity matters a lot to me. So if you are looking for what are the different forms of birth control, you know, and what do they do and how well do they work and what are the side effects, you know, slide by slide information about each option and why this one is the pros and cons of each one. I don't have any um, motivation other than to educate people about this. So it's not like I need to sell you on a pill. Oh, the, the pill companies don't pay me nothing. You know what I mean? Like, that's not my goal. My goal is to make sure you don't get pregnant if you don't want to. And how can we prevent that, especially these days, this day and age? Um, my most proud course, or the course I'm most proud about, 
is about um, protecting ourselves in pregnancy and as we're trying to become pregnant and postpartum. I, I actually, you inspired me to to do that. You inspired me to actually put them on online, um, following you. So I thank you for that. I need to do better with marketing them because life, you know, gets in the way, and I just don't always even say a word about them. But I do think that the information in the pregnancy course, you know, we talk a lot about maternal health and Black maternal health in particular. And the unfortunate part about that is uh, it's great that the discussions are happening, but they incite a lot of fear. They incite a lot of anxiety. So not only are my patients of color, you know, unfortunately at higher risk of certain complications in pregnancy, now they're coming to me afraid of dying, literally coming into the office and saying, so how am I going to not die in this pregnancy? Awareness is key, but fear, anxiety is also stressful, right? And also potentially um, not harmful, like you got to feel bad about being scared, but it's not the goal. The goal is not to we'll go into a pregnancy, like literally thinking every day, like, could I die? So in the course, I literally go from pre-pregnancy throughout each and then throughout each trimester and even delivery, red flags, things you need to look out for, things you need to talk to your healthcare provider about, things you shouldn't ignore. Because then you hear these stories like this person passed and this person had preeclampsia and this person passed. What were the signs? What were the symptoms? What did they possibly attribute to, oh, I'm just pregnant. And meanwhile, if I had known as the healthcare provider, I'd have been like, go to the hospital right away. Your blood pressure should not be that. Your, you know, you should not have shortness of breath and chest pain, you know, in this moment. You know what I mean? Like those are, those are things that would make a person who knows signs say, go get checked out immediately. Um, And also what are things that are okay? It's okay for your ankles to be swollen. Like, that's not uncommon, but if it gets to this point, now you need to talk to somebody or now if it persists beyond blah, 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 you know? So it's, it's those pearls to hopefully quell some of those fears and, and, and reduce some of those fears of, you know, pregnancy is not something where you walking down the street and it's going to jump out and, and, and rob you up from Chicago, you know, the deal. it's not like that. It will, it will gradually show you when there's something going on. And I think when people don't know those signs, they think it's just going to jump out and get them. Meanwhile, and that'll make you spray constantly. But if you have some tools to uh, to look out for signs, things that you need to bring up to your provider, uh, baseline risk factors that you need to do X, Y, and Z to reduce, um, I think that can be helpful. Oh, yes. Yes to providing the tools. And I'm glad I inspired you. And yes, I know marketing our products and services, it's it's a lot. Every business owner, influencer, creator, we all know the struggle of marketing, but you can make it easy. You can have a few things that you do. That's what I like to say, a few things, put it out there. At least it's out there. You did the first step. So that's amazing. And I think that, again, those that what you're giving out is so very important and a great education piece for people who, you know, need that. And so there's a market for everything. And so this is, I love this episode because I love how it showcases an expert in a field that we all know doctors, right? We've all been to the doctor. I hope we have, we go to the women, go to the OBGYN, right? And so this, it just shows that you can also be a professional and have a side hustle and you can 
ignite your passion for what you do and share with more people in the world um, on social media and reach so many more people. And I'm sure so many people have been so inspired by you and learned so much from the content that you have shared. So thank you for that. And thank you for those resources. We'll make sure to put all your information too in the show notes so people can check that out because I think that, again, everyone needs to know about this. So I appreciate that. And And I will say like, it's weird because as a healthcare provider, and as you mentioned, the whole side hustle thing, like we, I don't think that, that we automatically feel like we should have side hustles, if that makes any sense. Like you almost feel like I'm a professional. I need to focus on that and anything else might compromise my, you know, integrity as a professional. And I, and I think the opposite, I feel like these other ways are avenues to reach people. I give away a lot of information, a lot of healthcare information on social media for free. And I do it because I love it. And I think people should have it. This particular, you know, um, course is not for free. And I intentionally, one, it took me some, it took me a long time. I'm still actually building it, but it took me a really long time to put all the information together on paper or on online. But on the other side of it, you know, there's a psychology to people where you almost need to value something in order to even utilize it. Right. So if I give you, you know, this, like, you know, however many module course for free, there may be a slightly less inclination to actually click through it and use it. Whereas if I charge you 25 bucks for it, that's not a lot of money. Like you spend more than that. You know, we, I spend more than that on my nails. I don't know about you, you know, when I get them done. Um, but, but at least there's a value assigned to it. Like, okay, I paid for this. Now let me actually use it and actually put the information that's in it to, you know, to work, if that makes any sense. So there's part of me that had to fight that internal um, you know, uh, value demon, if you will, to say like, oh, I shouldn't, you know, this is not what I should be doing, but it's like, well, why not? Why, why shouldn't I, one, have some value placed on the services that I am providing, but two, make sure that my, per- the person who's utilizing the information places some value in it as well. Oh, I love that. This has been a really good episode. Learned a lot. We're going to check out Dr. Wendy's page because it is some really great information and content for everyone to know about. And so this has just been a really great episode. We learned about influencer marketing, working with brands that are in alignment with us. And I agree with you too. I don't work with brands that, you know, I haven't used or I wouldn't promote. It's just, you know, I know this influencer game is so new and there's so many people that may be in it for the wrong reasons, but we are in it for the right reasons. And so we Mm -hmm. do not share, you know, things that we don't use. And so I love that because especially, you know, as someone who would, you know, come to your page as a doctor, I'm trusting you like, oh, okay, she's tried this. You know, it's, it seems like it is, you know, great and it's going to help me. So I definitely appreciate that. So definitely before, this has been a good episode. I can't say that enough. If you love this episode, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let us know what gems were dropped today that you learned about. Maybe you learned something new, but before we head out today, Dr. Wendy, I would love if you could let everyone know where they can follow you and check out some of your amazing content. Oh, thanks. Um, well, thank you first. Uh, first of all, for having me. Um, I don't I do a lot of podcasts, but like I said, I like I really like what you share and I appreciate it. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is one that, that I definitely want to be a part of. Um, I am on the interwebs, the Internet, as I call it, Beyonce's Internet um, as Dr. Every Woman. Um, you could also just Google my name. Wendy Goodall McDonald, but Dr. Every Woman, D.R. Every Woman. I have a website, DrEveryWoman.com, my Instagram, Facebook. TikTok handles are all Dr. Every Woman, DR Every Woman. I'm on YouTube too. I need to get, I need to do better at posting on YouTube, but it's also Dr. Every Woman, same, same brand, same person. 
Ooh, I love it. And we'll make sure to put that down below in the show notes so everybody can check that out. But thank you so much, Dr. Wendy, for coming on today and sharing so many amazing gems. Um, It was such a great chat and I cannot wait to talk to everybody in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.